The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah. Still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And I, so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly. From the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed on the third day, be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning, everybody. You know, as Christians, when we got up this morning, I don't even realize it or not, but we carry a tremendous opportunity and burden. The moment we pop out of bed, oh, the responsibility that we carry. You and I, we are the face of Jesus Christ to all those we will encounter this day. Let me say that again, because it sounds so flippant, but it's actually a tremendous weight. You and I, when we go out into the world, whether you're going to the grocery store, running your errands, you're just kind of just going about your day, you and I, we are the face of Jesus for everyone that we encounter, good and bad. And especially this particular burden for those who are priests. And today we celebrate our great patron of diocesan priests, St. John Vianney. And oh, how's John Vianney? He shames us as priests. He sets the bar tremendously high. Because if you think about it, in particular as priests who play an official role in the body of Christ, if I'm having a bad day, people say, ah, the church is horrible. <laughs> because as we know, we, we deserve much criticism. And so that's why I beg of you this day, Keep us in your prayers. 
pray for us as priests. And in a very particular way, pray that we become prayerful priests, like St. John Vianney. John Vianney was notorious. It was amazing. He would pray relentlessly. When he arrived in the city of Ars, it's just south of France, outside of the city of Lyon, when he arrived there, as the bishops, when he sent him to this tiny little country town, the bishop said, I'm sending you to this little town, and there's little faith there. And I'm sending you there to convert it back to God. Because it was coming after the French Revolution. And if you're familiar with your history, the French Revolution was horrible against the church. Thousands upon thousands of priests, religious, faithful Catholics died. And so this little town of ours had not seen a priest who knows how long. And there's little faith there. On Sunday, the bars and the the dance clubs were more packed than mass. And John Vianney was sent there to convert it back to God. He prayed relentlessly, fasted even more ferociously. It's said that nobody ever saw him eat anything. And when he walked by the church, because the church and the rectory, kind of like how we're set up here at St. Mary's, it wasn't that far. And people would, would walk by the church at night, there would be a, a little flickering candle in the church, and they'd look into the church, and guess what they saw? Father Vianney just kneeling in silent prayer. At the height of his fame, Thousands upon thousands of people from all over France would descend upon ours. The church would be packed because he would hear confessions for 12, 18 hours a day. If you go to ours today, the church is beautifully preserved. And in order to, they have this wooden confessional still, still there, which Jean Vianney would hear these confessions. And in order to go to the confessional, there was a marble step in order to get into the confessional. So many people heard confessions in that confessional that the marble step was withered out. There's a dip in the marble. Do you realize how many millions of steps it would take to wear out marble? Yet the people flooded. They came from all over. Why? They came to encounter Jesus Christ through this priest. The devil once remarked in a a bit of frustration to, to Father Vianney, he says, if there were just two priests like you in the world, my kingdom would fall. Oh, the high bar that Father Vianney said. Pray that myself and Father Reg and all the priests you encounter become that second priest. I want the devil kingdom to fall. Because it's not Christ tell the Peter today in the gospel. Peter, again, and I'll end here. You are Peter, a priest. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. Do you see now why when you woke up this morning, oh, a tremendous opportunity is before us. 